Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. The title of my message this morning is called Finishing Strong. Would you type that on the chat right now? Thank you, chat crew, for participating and being engaged. And and we're going to continue our online services until uh, uh, we figure, uh, I want to say we figure things out. We have new strategies and so forth, but we're going to always continue to do online service. So no matter where you're watching from, uh, 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 we're always going to do this, all right? No matter what. However, one day when we go back to church in person or in, 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 inside the building, so to speak, uh, we want you to come out when things are safer, maybe when you're more comfortable, all right? We always do have our outdoor gatherings, and you're always welcome to that as well. So type on, uh, uh, on the chat right now, finishing strong, finishing strong. I love what Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8, by the way, in the NLT, by the way, the person who wrote Ecclesiastes is a, a very famous man. In fact, the Bible, would, I would say, say he's the most wisest person, other than Jesus Christ, is the most wisest person uh, perhaps the world has ever known. Wisest and most wealthiest person. His name is King Solomon, all right? the son of David. He wrote the book of Ecclesiastes and watch what he says about finishing. He says, finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. I love that. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. What is Solomon, the most wisest person on earth saying? I believe that this is a message for me and you today as we close out 2020. The reality of what Solomon is saying is anyone can boast and be prideful about anything, about anything they're going to start. You know, people, you have friends and you have homies and you have relatives who are very boastful about starting new projects. Man, I'm starting this new career, man. I'm starting this new project or I'm, I'm starting this new diploma program or this new job, all right? But what Solomon is saying is what's better than pride is patience because anyone can boast about starting something new. But watch this, it takes faithfulness and it takes patience and it takes commitment to finish, some, finish what you started, boo-boo. Come on, somebody, all right? It takes patience, wisdom, commitment to finish what you started in the, in the Hebrew, the word here for finishing means the end product or the outcome. In other words, God wants us to, to finish well this year, 2020. And we only have four days left, but we can still finish strong. Come on, somebody put, I'm still finishing strong on the chat right now. I'm still going to finish strong. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget a story uh, I seen on YouTube and I read online about an Olympic athlete called, uh, his name was Derek, his name is Derek Redmond. Derek Redmond trained for the Olympics his whole life. Uh, he was in the Barcelona 1992 Olympics. Uh, he trained his whole life for this moment. Can you imagine a stadium filled with thousands of people, people watching on TV, millions of people watching on TV. Derek Redmond, uh, he's in the 400 meter race and he goes uh, to his position he takes his mark, he kneels down, he gets ready uh, uh, for the gun to go off. Boom, the gun goes off, he's off, he's running. All right, this is my best sprint, marathon, sprint thing going on here, all right? He's sprinting and 16 seconds later, something tragic and something amazing and profound happens. He's actually, he actually, 16 seconds later, he begins to hop 
and he, he begins to hold his hamstring and he begins to wobble. He's running and he's wobbling, he's limping. What happens is uh, his hamstring had cramped up and snapped. His whole life he had prepared for this moment in the Olympics, the grand stage uh, uh, of this mighty, amazing race representing his nation, Great Britain. But I believe, uh, and what happened, filled with emotion, Derek kneeled. He looked upset. He was filled with sadness and anger and emotion. But what he did next, I think we all can do as believers. Instead of just staying there and staying put, instead of walking back into the locker room and throwing in the towel, you know, Derek, he got back up on his feet and he actually limped his way to the finish line. And as he was limping his way to this finish line, holding his hamstring cramped up, something beautiful happens. His father comes out of the stands and goes and puts his arm around his son, who I'm sure helped him train all his life for this moment. And Derek, once he sees his father, he's filled with emotion and he looks up to the heavens and he's crying. <laughs> and you could see the, the Olympic officials come to the father and tell him, get, get out of here, man. You, you can't do this. But the father just shoes him away. And it's a beautiful moment of finishing strong. You know, I believe 2020 was an incredible year. A year of, of heartache, challenges, a year of brokenness. Maybe for some of us early on in 2020, from January to February, we started the race off well in our faith, in our family, in our work, in our dreams, in our goals. Once we heard the boom, 2020, we're, we're off and we're going. But then March came <laughs> and then April came and then the summer came and then more closures came and then more furloughs came and then more dashed dreams and broken hearts and family members. We've lost them. And sacrifices have been, uh, been made. We've been at home teaching the kids and the family unit and the household has been filled with pressure. And maybe you've been ready to crack and maybe you've been, and maybe you have cracked a few times this year. Maybe you were like Derek Redmond and we've fallen in our faith, in our mindset, filled with anxiety. Maybe our dreams have been dashed. Maybe we've been broken spiritually. Maybe we've been filled with doubt. Maybe we've just been so angry because we don't understand what had happened, what happened. Maybe you've lost your job and you're trying to hold the family down and wondering what's going on with the finances. But I want to encourage you to do something so powerful this morning as we finish the year of 2020. It's like Derek to get back up and even if you have to hold your hamstring and limp your way and crawl your way or cry your way or, or, or whatever it is, someone has got to hold you through the process to get to the finish line. I want you to finish strong uh, this morning for the next few days. Come on, somebody say amen. So I'm going to give you a few principles this morning. Like Ecclesiastes says, finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. All right. So I want to give you a few principles this morning to finish strong, to finish strong, to finish strong. Amen and amen. All right. And not only uh, have we had to deal with heartache, but watch this. We've had to cope with so many different changes from, from working from in the office to working at home. All right. From working uh, uh, with your coworkers to working next to your children. Uh, 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 changes with uh, leading a business. 
all right? Uh, uh, handling business a different way, changes with just your mindset. And I just want to applaud all of you people out there, your mothers, you fathers, you educators, you grocery store workers, you first responders, and you business owners. I've been praying for you and thinking about you all year long, and God has too, and I'm just so grateful uh, for your persistence and your perseverance in Jesus' name. Keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. So this morning, I want to inspire you to get up and finish strong. Come on, somebody say, get up and finish strong. Get up and finish strong, all right? Uh, uh, here's the reality of a Christian, uh, of, a, of being a Christian and the Christian faith, like, like, uh, uh, um, Derek, I was going to say Desmond, combining his first and last name. Like Derek, he was in a race. The Christian faith is a, is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not a carpool lane. It's not a Disney, Disneyland fast track thing, all right? Uh, the reality of the Christian faith is that it is a marathon. And following Jesus is an adventure of faith. It's a journey. And I want, us, I want you to re- be reminded of that. All right. Uh, as we finish strong this 2020. All right. Because we're on, we're on a journey with Jesus. And I want you to think about this. Jesus has been with you in this process throughout all of 2020. All right. He's never left your side. He's never he's never forsaken you. He's been with you by your side through the whole process. All right. So as we have four days left, as we finish strong, God still wants you to live out this journey and this adventure of faith, still pursuing the character of Christ, still being an ambassador of heaven, fulfilling the commandments of Jesus Christ to your family, to your, to, to your fellow believers and to your community. And not only are we on a journey, and the reason I say that is because I think sometimes we forget that. Are we still on the journey? All right. Not only are we on a journey, but watch this. We forget this too. We're as Christians, we're on a mission. Say mission. We're on a mission with his church, his body. I want to let you know if you come to the calling church, our church is on mission, boo-boo. We're on mission. We're here to display the love of Jesus Christ and the hope of Jesus Christ to a hurting and broken world filled with pain. Like Mark chapter 16 tells us, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, I love this part, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will place their hands on the sick and they get, and they will get well. As we finish off 2020, it's important to understand believers that we are on mission. Write that on the chat right now. We are on mission, all right? Our church is on mission. Christian, you're never meant to do, never meant to fulfill this mission alone, but with the church of Jesus Christ, being an ambassador of heaven, all right? Bringing healing to people. Uh, And let me tell you about mission, all right? I'll be talking about this next year, all right? In January, but let me tell you about mission, Right now is a prime opportunity to be a light and to be a witness for Jesus. Man, this year has been so chaotic, so crazy, all right? And because of the times, people are hurting and people are broken. People are are, are in such need of hope. People don't have anything to hang on to right now. That's why we're here as Christians 
That's why we're here. And as we finish off 2020, I want to remind you of that, that we're on mission, boo-boo. Come on, somebody, that we're on mission and we have a purpose. We are a people of destiny, a people of purpose, a people of heaven. Let me tell you right now, you were chosen, all right, before the creation of the world to be alive in this very moment, to live out the mission and values of the kingdom of God in this life, in this region, all right, on purpose to give people Hope. And let me just share this side note, talking about mission. I remember in praying not too long ago, being in deep prayer, seeking Jesus. I remember that uh, God had kind of given me a vision, honestly, a little bit because of the times that we've been living in. I remember in my vision talking about mission. I remember God giving me a vision in prayer. And I remember th- uh, that I was on this huge ship. And I remember being at the deck of the ship or the bridge of the ship, all right? And I remember there are two kinds of people on our ship. There are people who are sleeping in the cabins who were nice, who were peaceful, filled with just joy. They weren't worried at all. Uh, they, were, they were sleeping and they were resting. And then there was another group of people who were on, uh, I guess, the balcony of the ship or the outer, or just on, uh, on the ship. And they were filled with fury. They were filled with chaos. They were uh, weary. They were scared. Uh, because on this ship, uh, uh, as we were traveling, all around us was this fog. People couldn't see. Even I couldn't see. As I was at the bridge of this ship, wondering what, what's going on? What is this fog? And I believe this haze was this coronavirus, this I think that's what God was telling me, just this haze of confusion and chaos. But every now and then I remember as I was in this ship at the bridge, I remember just seeing this light flickering like a lighthouse, like it was just revolving in all directions. And And at some point it would hit our ship and I would see the light. And I felt like in that vision, God was telling me, Michael, there are two sets of people in your church. And what I want you to do is I want you to continue to focus on the light and not focus on the fog. I know 2020 has been a fog, but let me tell you, we're on mission as a church and we're focused on the light. We're not focused on the darkness. We're focused on the light. We're the people of the light. And let me tell you, the world needs some light today. All right. Come on, somebody say amen. All right, so here's some, so another point I want to give you as we finish strong, as we finish 2020 strong, as we finish the year, we need to, understand, we need to know how to let go. We need to know how to let go. For some of us, you're carrying something inside of you right now. You're carrying pain. You're carrying hurt. You're carrying offense. I mean, come on, this year has been so offensive to everybody, it feels like. And let me tell you, if people, as people of God, we need to get over offense real quick. Write that in the chat right now. Yeah, I'm getting over offense. Offense, all right? We need to get over offense, but we need to let go. In order to move forward, you can't hold on to the past. In order to move forward in 2021 into a new season that God has for you, we need to learn, learn to let go of the offenses, of the unforgiveness, of the bitterness, and the brokenness. We need to pursue healing, all right? And not uh, 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 just cohabitate with misery and bad thoughts and anxious thoughts and debilitating thoughts and toxic people and toxic uh, things in our life. We need to let go. For some of you, you do want to let go, but you can't because you're hanging on. It's like holding on. It's like being tired of, 
hearing the, the ring of a bell, but you're holding on to the rope of the bell. You got to let go of the rope so you won't feel the ring or hear the ring anymore. We need to learn to let go. Maybe, maybe you're hurt because something didn't go your way this year. Maybe you're broken because uh, of a relationship. Maybe someone offended you. Maybe, maybe, maybe God hasn't come through on a promise for you yet. And you're still hanging on. Let me tell you right now, God never meant to uh, have, your, your destiny is not to be stuck. God wants you to continue to move forward. All right, which leads me to my next point. In order to finish strong, you need to let go. And here's another one. You need to keep moving forward. You need to keep moving forward. Are you stuck? Are you coasting? All right, or are you moving forward? I'll never forget a time in my life 10 years ago. Uh, I, I, 10 years ago, I went on an amazing, uh, 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 I was gonna say adventure, but an amazing uh, trip with my last church. I was a youth leader and the youth ministry, uh, particularly the high school ministry, we went to American River in Sacramento 10 years ago and uh, with some leaders and a pastor and, and a group of high school students. And I'll never forget the experience I had. We went to American River to go uh, river a white water, what was it called? River rafting, white water river rafting, all right? And this, and this season particularly was interesting because there was uh, more water than normal. And I'll never forget when the coach or the leader of our raft, we all had different rafts and each raft fit about six to 10 people. And I'll never forget the coach. She was probably like five foot. She was small, she was tiny. And I'll never forget her advice. And this is a powerful life lesson I'll never forget. Uh, I remember she was preparing us for this, uh, for this experience. And she said, hey, I'm, guys, I'm going to sit at the back of the raft, but there's some, something I want to teach you that's important for this journey. As we go on this river trail, you're going to see some significant rapids. And as you see them, they're going to they're gonna scare you. All right, I'm going to sit at the back of the raft, but it's important that you do this one thing. First of all, that you listen to me on the back of the raft, all right, and that you keep on paddling uh, through those rapids, all right? There's going to be some sidewinders. There's going to be some rocks. You're just going to want to look at them. You're not going to want to paddle. You're going to be filled with fear. And some of you, honestly, you might get thrown overboard. And she was like, we'll see you at the end of the river, all right? And uh, and she was right. I remember, forget, we put our, our, our life vests on and the raft is pretty huge. Uh, there's a, a squad of us there. And here we go uh, with our paddles, our little paddles like this big, and we're on the raft. And at first it was smooth and you can start to hear the rapids down the river. So here we come down the river and there's these rapids. I mean, when you, when you see them, I mean, it's like sheer terror. It's intimidating. It's scary. It's, it, uh, it's fearful. But I'll never forget what she, what she said and I, 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 before we went on the river rafting trail and as we're on the raft. She said, do not stop paddling. Do not stop paddling. And honest to God, in that moment, you're kind of not listening. You're just kind of like this deer in the headlights with your, with your paddle. You're looking and you're kind of holding, honestly, you're kind of holding onto the raft. There's some like little handles and you're not wanting to paddle at all. You just kind of want to brace yourself. Honestly, you're kind of thrown here and there. But through that process, as we're kind of scared, she's still like, do not stop or start paddling. Do not stop paddling. Do not stop paddling. And, and together, we had to do it as a team, as a unit. Now, let me tell you something right now. 
2020 has been like a rapids, like, like, some, like a crazy experience. And in order to get through tough times, sometimes you just want to brace yourself and just worry and be filled with fear. And, and, and you're intimidated by the times. But I want to be like that coach, that, like that five foot strong, amazing young woman. All right. Do not stop paddling, church. Do not stop paddling. Keep moving forward. You know, I, I, I know that this experience has been intimidating and worrisome and fearful. All right. And threatening, so to speak. All right. But we cannot stop paddling through the process. That's how we go through troubles and trials. We don't stop in the middle of them. We keep on moving forward because if we stop in the middle of pain, in the middle of trials, we're going to get thrown off board, overboard, uh, 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 like the raft. All right. We need to keep paddling through them. It says this in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. I love what Paul says here. And Paul has some rapids in his life. Paul went through some stuff in his life. It says this, not that I've already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal. Watch this, but I press on to take hold of that which uh, Christ Jesus has took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to uh, yet have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which Christ Jesus has called me heavenward. Uh, all right. He keep, so here's my message to you in finishing strong. Keep on moving forward. Just like Derek Rez, uh, Redmond, keep on moving forward. Don't stay there. God has new things for you this year. God has greater things for you this year. Your purpose is not done yet. Your calling is not over with. God has new skills for you. God has great things ahead of you. Amen and amen. Let me just pause. Side note. Sometimes you don't know what's inside of you until some pressure, until some pressure is applied. Maybe this year, 2020, you, you, you discover new gifts and new talents. You discovered some things that you never knew were inside of you because pressure was applied to you and you use those things that God has gifted you with. Come on, somebody, you out there. You grew deeper in your faith. You grew, you grew, grew greater as a prayer warrior. You grew in your word of God and you remembered some scriptures. Come on, somebody. So in some ways, 2020 was a blessing because it grew you and God stretched us through the process. And that is a purposeful thing for our destiny. All right. And my last point is this, in order to finish strong, it's to remember your commitment to Christ. Remember your commitment to Christ. Sometimes I fear we're a generation that doesn't understand commitment. Sometimes I fear we're a, a, a generation that just negates and forsakes commitment. But watch this. We ought to, we, why finish the year strong? Because we ought to remember our unwavering commitment to Jesus Christ. Right? Uh, commitment on the chat right now. All right. Being committed, being committed means I'm not, I am in it to win it. It means I walk the path, even if it's hard, unpopular, inconvenient, or painful. Like an Olympic runner, we need to pop out our chest, lean forward, and cross the threshold of 2020 using that momentum, momentum to get us through 2021. I love what First Timothy says, Paul, who is about to pass away, uh, who is writing this to Timothy in a Roman dungeon. He says this, fight, he's talking to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith, cling to the eternal life you were called, you, to which you were called, to when you confess the good confession 
before many witnesses. And I, I, I want to let you know that faith is a fight. Faith is a fight. This year has been a fight, all right? Faith is a fight. It, it takes guts to believe what Jesus has told you personally. It takes guts to believe and to surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him operate on your life. It takes, it takes some fight to be a better person in the faith. Come on, somebody, all right? Uh, 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 here's a, just a landing, or let me just, before I close, I want to say this to you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for each and one, every one of you. And in this process, our church has grown. Uh, we've grown, people, people have been coming to our church and watching a church that I've never even met before. And I want, to, I want to meet you one day. But not only have we grown uh, numerically, so to speak, we've grown spiritually. And that is the type of growth that God wants to see. In ancient Greece, there was an unusual and a unique race. This, ra- this race was part of their Olympic Games and one of these races was actually, the goal of this race was not to cross the finish line first. This race was unique in the sense that it was, you need to cross the finish line with your torch still lit. Church, I want to just share this with you. As we cross the finish line of 2020, I want your heart to be still passionate, filled with purpose and every promise that God has for you. Keep the fire lit. Write that on the chat right now. Keep the fire lit. Keep being engaged. Keep participating. Keep leaning in. And God has greater things in store for us. So how do you finish strong in 2020? All right, you got to remember that uh, this faith is an adventure and it's a mission. You got to learn to let go. You got to keep moving forward. All right, and you got to remember your commitment to Jesus Christ. And I feel, let me just talk about that for a little bit longer. I know that 2020 has been so troubling in so many ways, all right? But we cannot be a people of of, of believers that waver in our commitment because it's not convenient, because things get too hard, because things feel impossible, or because it's unpopular. You got to remember that Jesus, the Savior who saved you, who works on you daily, and who blesses you with favor and is so kind to you. But he, you were born for such a time as this to accomplish the purposes that he has for you personally and, accomp- and most importantly, to accomplish the purpose of the kingdom of God, bringing the values of the kingdom to your community, to our world today. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.